Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. Here we are, once again, ready to talk wrestling. Going to wrestling. Wrestling. Welcome to Worlds Collide. I got it right that time. Ding, ding, ding. Mm, you sure did. Yeah, this time you did. <laughs> Starting off with a good news. What is top of mind for you in the wrestling card space? For me, wrestling card space. Uh, well, I've been kind of uh, really focused on my, on my personal collection of Kurt Angle cards right now. Told you. Um, I told you. I told you. Start that player collecting. It never ends. I'm really enjoying it. I just picked up those uh, 2013 uh, Impact, TNA Impact uh, Glory cards. I just got, came in the mail as my latest uh, buy. Uh, the, I got a gold and a blue uh, numbered, you know, autograph mat cards, uh, numbered to 50. Got 50 of 50, and I got a uh, number of 10 to 10, number one of 10. And I'm like, okay, I'm tapping out right now because I just can't, I can't, I can't be doing more. And of course, just before we came on tonight, to get more. <laughs> here I am, you know, I'm bidding on a, you know, a transcendent autograph. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun. I'm having fun. Real quick, since we're talking about that, something I've kind of, um, I guess, changed my mind on as far as like those mat cards, you know, we've constantly joked about how people have enough of these mat cards to build an actual ring with. Yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of them, like the one you have, of, of course it's autographed, but it actually has the date, the event and all of that on there. So it's a, it's a yeah. cool piece. So I think maybe that's something people could look at, start collecting as like, you know, major events having the mat relic. Now, a lot of these other relics with the black t-shirt that you can't, you know, tell what's on it or whatever. Those are still junk, I think, but I think these mat cards could start maybe getting a little bit more popular for some of the events. I think certain mat cards, you're right. You go back to the FLIR releases and you have like aggression and things like that. Even uh, like the uh, uh, Raw's War release, all of them had, you know, mat relics of some kind. There's just uh, nothing really special about them. And then even if they did tell you where they came from, and it's a small little tiny square, you know, they put on there. Um, the only cool one that I remember from FLIR was the All Access, where they had to call it Off the Mat Graph Autographs. Mm-hmm. And some of the talent actually took that to, to, to heart. Like, they signed off the mat. They signed on the top of the card. <laughs> so very few actually signed on the actual ring mat. Um, but the, when TriStar did the ones for TNA, and I just talked to Chuckster about that release, too, especially that, uh, that 2013 TNA Impact. Um, they put out some really beautiful looking cards and those, you know, yeah. very large swatches, very large ring mats, very large. I mean, just really nice. I, I, I kind of regret not really being into them at the time because they're really nice looking. Yeah. That's kind of how I was with a lot of the TNA cards. You know, I'd buy like a blaster box and just be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm done moving on to the next thing. And uh, times have changed. And speaking of that uh, today, we're going to be just briefly talking about some of the upcoming WWE t- tops releases. Uh, just wrestling card market stuff, a little bit of NFT talk, just kind of variety shows, so to speak. So um, let's get started with the new product releases. I'll run through them real quick. Women's division um, should be out, actually, at the time of this recording. Heritage, which a lot of people I know are really 
like hyping up because it's got the 1990 tops baseball design. I love that. And it's also got the 87 tops WWF throwback design too. So that's like a, it's a double edge kind of throwback into one set. We've got Chrome in June. Uh, I should have said the heritage comes out in October. Chrome is in June finest in December return of finest, which is only the second time WWE is going to do tops finest, which is still kind of a big deal. Um, Transcendent, which we got a lot to talk about on that in July and then undisputed in September. So Let's just run through real quick. Got any thoughts on women's division that should be coming out here? Pretty, pretty sure. I'm sure it's going to be very popular. Um, uh, I've never collected them before, but um, designs look cool. I mean, I'm interested in seeing people's box breaks. Uh, for me personally, as a collector, I'm not looking to get into them. Um, I'm more into waiting for the heritage stuff. Let's talk about heritage. I know you're go go for it. Beautiful. I, I think it. It, I think it's fun. That ninety uh, tops baseball set. I, I just got rid of that uh, that factory set. You know, that's got like Griffey in it, and uh, I think Robin Ventura. I think Frank card number Thomas. one, Frank Thomas in that. I think um, uh, card number one, if I'm not mistaken, was like uh, Jim Abbott. Um, I just uh, dropped it off my local card shop, you know, because, uh, you know, he hooks me up with some wrestling stuff. I give him some sports stuff when I find things in storage or my, my, my closet, whatever. And uh, I just gave it to him. And then also I saw the, the announcement for Heritage being from the 90 Tops. And I go, this is awesome. These look cool. Like I would have kept that set <laughs> if it was right. just wrestling, but I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah. It, it's actually going to be probably the first case that i'm going to end up buying of wrestling cards since probably you know something oh four like uh, uh divine divas and oh four from Fleer or something you think uh is this and there's no right or wrong answer to this i'm just curious is it the design that's hooked you or are you gonna yes. wait and see that okay so you don't care about the checklist necessarily i don't care about the checklist i don't cool. care about what's really i just think from a fun nostalgic purpose i think it's kind of fun looking I like that design. It, it kind of takes me back to a time and I just uh, will have fun opening it and then selling off whatever I don't want and keeping things that I you know, may be interested in. Well, you just hit on something I think is kind of cool. I think a lot of times people, they only want to see what's in the checklist because they only want certain cards of certain people. But here you are, like, it's the art of the card that's drawn you in, which I think yep. is, a, is cool. Yeah, it's, it's if it had been anything else heritage wise, I guess it, I guess I shouldn't say anything else, depending on what it was or trying to you know throw back to um you know but uh, when i saw the design i go that's cool i remember that it's like that's the height of like when i was getting into all i was kind of dabbling in a lot of different sports at the time too i was mm -hmm. getting into like the 89 upper decks you know because i was a big griffey fanatic at the time like everybody else and uh so i was getting into other things and like okay frank thomas stuff da, 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 I kinda, why not and so it just takes me back to a time the design takes me back to a time of when I was actively collecting a lot of different things, but it's also wrestling related, which is my passion and what I love. So, right. Good combination there. And speaking of yep. combinations, move on to two other there. I kind of, they're different, but they're similar and they're some of the most popular stuff in sports. And that's Chrome, which like I said, in June and finest, which I'm very excited about. I know me and you and pretty much everybody else in the wrestling card hobby loved both of these last year. I, so what do you think awesome. about? Do you have any, uh, have you seen some of the mock-up pictures of this year's that are coming out? I think I've maybe seen one for the, for the uh, finest, but I haven't seen the one for the Chrome, I don't think, or maybe vice versa. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. I'm, I, I think they look just as good as last year. The only thing I will say is um, I, myself included, a lot of people have pulled a lot of the stuff out of finest and they had a lot of defects on them as far as like, um, defects in the printing print lines scratches scuffs stuff like that uh not so much with chrome 
but finest, like hopefully they can clean that up, but you know, um, don't is, that, is that typical throughout, is that typical throughout Topps' other Finex products, like in Star Wars like that? Do they have printing issues like that? that I just I, can't remember when I used to collect Star Wars cards back in the day with that Star Wars Finest. Maybe I kind of, I kind of do remember seeing like little dimples on my cards once in a while from printing sometimes. comics maybe. Yeah, and, but like, it's weird because like the Topps Chrome Baseball is like some, from what I've seen and heard it's some of the easiest stuff to get psa 10s on so it's it seems like it's a similar technology between the two you know shiny chromium kind of stuff but there's just something different about the finest that isn't grading and and constantly having yeah defects. i don't know what the printing process on that i wonder what the printing process is on that uh let's move on that makes to it different transcendent we got a lot to say about this one before we get to transcendent i'll just go to undisputed no we're talking about transcendent i mean uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously that's, that's, that's for the big boys, you know, obviously who want to collect that stuff, but I know we talked briefly about, uh, it's just, if you're looking at it from an investment standpoint to buy, it's like that, you're just, unless you hit some ungodly box, you're just not going to make your money back on that. I just don't see it. Yeah. That's, that's the whole problem is, um, uh, I can't think of too many other products out right now where even if you had like a mediocre pull that was the hit or whatever you could probably make your money back but with this there's just i i don't even know i don't really have anything else to say about it. the product looks cool just like all the other transcendent sure, products sure I think, it does i think they're great and but i will be one to pick and choose what i want on the secondary market and i think that's exactly what the point you just made right there i think transcendent is the ultimate release of for people's personal collection of things mm -hmm. yeah i think it's the ultimate piece for that it's like you know what I'm not, I'm not going to go out and get a complete sets like that. It's, it's, it's crappy for the person who is a, you know, a, a base card set collector, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, if you're just looking for pieces, it's a really cool piece. Like, Hey, let somebody else spend the 13 grand to open up a box. I'll be happy to go and pick up a card here, you know, to, you know, here for myself. Yeah. And I think for me, I doubt they're going to put a Kurt Angle card in there. <laughs> oh, you never know. Like they, they've put, um was it last year year before they had ultimate warrior in there and i'm like why like they just put him in there i didn't expect that they had the rock in there didn't expect that so True. you never know any of those guys that have legends deals i guess but uh i think maybe your only chance on this if you just really want to be a participant in it is to buy in on a break if you can find one and because then you're talking probably a couple hundred dollars i would say maybe like two to four possibly depending on how the break is so for two to four hundred dollars, depending on what you pull, you may be able to recoup a little bit. That's about your best I think shot I at it. Saw somebody on Twitter recently ask, or was it the Discord group where someone asked what a a buy-in was in last year's transcendent? And I didn't see it being that high. I thought somebody mentioned a lot lower, but that makes more sense to me, like two hundred bucks. But I'm just yeah, I mean I just pick, kind of picked that that number out of my head, just uh just quick math. If you had uh, you know. I don't know how, what the exact amount of cards in there is. And then I think like maybe they give, I don't know. It just, it just depends on the breaker, like how they're going to break things up, how they do the break. You know, there's a lot sure. of different things that go into that, but enough of that. Let's move on to the last one. Undisputed in September. Um, you've seen the, the previous undisputed sets. What do you think about this? Yeah. Movie? Well, I mean, I, I, I bought the two last undisputed sets. That's when I, my first boxes I bought in years before I mm -hmm. bought Chrome and then finest. Um, and I was, Pleasantly, you know, I, I was happy with what I pulled out of the out of the product. I thought the cards, you know, I, I like that thick stock they use. Um, 
but then, you know, it's like, again, it's, it's hard to make your money back on that stuff at those box prices uh, unless you hit those big, you know, the big cards. And, and those who seem few and far between it's uh, goes back to that. You know, the thing we talk about almost every time is like the value of wrestling, the popularity of wrestling, because any other sport you could, you know, get a mediocre card and make actually make money. But with wrestling, like you hit that Charlotte auto relic, right? Yeah. That, and mm-hmm. like to me, that's a huge card. But I, I'm just guessing fifty to a hundred dollars probably on the value on that. Raw. Uh, I sent it in for grading, and when I did my evaluation on it for value, so I, got, I think yeah, you're right in that 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 price range. Yeah, I was actually surprised that card. It was a um, yeah, that card got a little bit higher value than the the, the one of one printing plate I pulled of Carmella. <laughs> And that yeah, one so. of one was all, I mean, it was trading. I mean, it was, it was, you know, comps on it were like, you know, in the 25 to $45 range. <laughs> yeah. So you're pulling one of ones and you're, you know, 20, 20 to 30, $40. Like, yeah. Come on. It's, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I don't get it. So, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, unless, uh, you know, my card shop and I work out some kind of a deal where they want to do a box break for them on their behalf like that. I don't really, I don't see myself buying a box of that. No. And I'm actually with, and we'll get into a perfect segue actually to talk about market here in a second, but I'm slowly kind of coming around to the idea of buying into breaks more because even just like retail blasters, I'm just now starting to have a harder time finding that kind of stuff because I mean, I'm sure you've seen, everybody's seen a lot of these retailers are just even not getting cards anymore or they're just flat out not going to carry them because it's just not worth it on their end. So. Yeah, targets, targets are going to be online now, I heard. Yeah. So get your bots ready. <laughs> all those online oh, well. releases seem to be eaten up by the bots but it'll i'll let the bots well fight hopefully that these people retail. yeah let, let them fight <laughs> yeah <laughs> less blood um <laughs> so let's talk about the market we kind of talked about you know the values of not being able to get the amount out of undisputed to kind of pay for the box so there's clearly a market out there driving wrestling cards. We, me and you, Gary, everybody, eBay, everybody's talked about the increase in wrestling cards. So, uh, what yeah, you- but then you, but then you talk about stuff like that, and when you and I keep bouncing, you know, especially you keep bouncing videos at me because you do a lot more research on that than I ever do. Uh, of like, hey, look, check it out, man. Check out the uh, eight minute mark. Check this out it's like they briefly talk about wrestling like okay wow someone's gonna get some recognition to wrestling now it's awesome and then go right into like f1 or into something else and back into baseball uh, basketball or something like that and it's like yeah i'm, I'm buying up wrestling because i think it's undervalued but let me talk about this uh this zion you know uh, card it's like, it's like come on i mean uh you're an influencer in some in some degree talking about cards why don't you spend some time talking about wrestling and really give it uh, what it deserves i, I don't know it makes, get me angry. I don't want to get angry about it. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. And I yeah. continually say why I like, I don't understand it, but at the same time, it's still giving me, you, everybody else that's into the cards, a buying opportunity. Like sure. we're still able to get some of the best card. Like, I don't care if you want to talk a lot. Like I hear a lot of people say, and it's interesting. They'll say, Oh, I'm, pr- I'm priced out of 82 all-stars. Okay. Well, if you go look at okay. them, let's say you get like a mid to low grade, you're talking a couple thousand dollars couple thousand dollars in Pokemon or sports yep. card world won't get you hardly anything. So there's still so many buying opportunities. Did you uh, happen to hear my, uh, speaking of the values of the all-stars, you happen to hear uh, my talk with Paul from price guide. Yes. He, uh, recently Unbelie- did unbelievable. Stats. Can, can, 
I mean, uh, when you start comparing that WCW autograph uh, set to the uh, All-Stars, it's like it's not even comparable. Strictly no. raw, obviously. When you start grading things, we start putting things in a whole different ball game. But sure. strictly raw card from each release, like, it's not even comparable. But, but Tony, those aren't rookie cards. Who cares? They're autograph cards. <laughs> I mean, it's what, but hey, it's what the market demands, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's not a card, it's a sticker. I don't care. The, market, the market's dictating that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's talk about raw prices. Um, you, you know, we we just witnessed those. Uh, something yep. I've seen, and it's it seems like all cards in general, the entire hobby is kind of on a dip. Uh, but certain wrestling cards are higher than they've ever been, from what I'm looking at. And the raw prices, though, like just before we got on here, I was able to find several tops, uh, tops eighty five complete sets had both Hogan's in it, hundred fifty bucks. You know. Two, three months ago, you couldn't touch a raw copy of that card for $150. It was even halfway decent. So I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, the Steve Austin 95 main event cards, those have gone down a little bit. Just, it, it's really it's really interesting. But the modern cards, that's where- are these, all, these are all raw cards, not, mm -hmm. not graded, correct? All raw cards, yep. Okay. What, what would you say percentage-wise you're seeing uh, the dip? 25%, 30%? It depends on the cards, probably. Um, but like the like I said, the Hogan's. Um, we had that. You remember when we had that run there where those eighty-five Hogan's just like went crazy. Yeah. At that point, I I couldn't even find a decent copied raw one. You know that wasn't like chewed up or bent in half. You couldn't find mm -hmm. one for under two hundred dollars. But now all of a sudden, you can find the complete set with both of them in it for hundred to two hundred. Yeah. So I'm, I I, I don't know. Uh, I'm wondering if like the PSA shutdown has caused things. Um, start to see a lot of these cards popping up in other slabs, uh, HGA, SGC, BGS, and a lot of people are like, I'm seeing the same type of people trying to sell the same kind of stuff over and over again. So I'm wondering, like, are they over leveraged? So they're trying to get out of them to kind of recoup some costs, and nobody wants them because they're not PSA slabs, unfortunately. Just I don't know. That's just kind of some stuff I'm seeing out there and thinking about. You know, I haven't really been looking at those kind of cards. I've been looking more at a little bit later cards, you know, when it comes to raw pricing. So I saw some people talking about like, you know, 98 Ray Mysterios from WCW or especially those, those WCW releases, mm -hmm. you know. So basically, you know, right around 2000, pre-2000 releases or late 90s stuff. I'm Real not really on, talking about com comic on the images. On the WCW ones, you think that's potentially piggybacking off those autographs? I think like, so. Like yeah, I, and I think so. Thing. But there's also, I think it's an untapped, those are three untapped releases that people don't really uh, pay a lot of attention outside right. of the autographs. Right. They don't, they don't go after like, oh, there was, uh, you know, some cool promo cards. There were some cool Chrome cards and the stuff like that, you know, um, especially that first series one set had those uh, 10 Chrome cards in it that were like just cool headshots, mm -hmm. you know, the Chrome version. And then the retail version had the sticker versions of it. But and then you had the uh, uh, the Nitro release had uh, the pay-per-view chromes. And then right. the uh, the retail version was the sticker version of that. And then you go to Emboss, which had no retail version of stickers and stuff like that. It was just, just you know, the five double-sided chrome cards, which I think are really cool-looking cards. Um, but, uh, yeah, you start getting stuff like, you know, Jericho's in there in his first, like, real widely released, you know, North American stuff, not from, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, the south 93 of tops, yeah, yeah, and then um, you're gonna have like Goldberg, you're gonna have Mysterio, you're gonna have there's a lot of cool, a lot of cool things that are in those releases. That uh, for a little bit there, I was seeing like Mysterio's getting in the 40 to 50 dollar range for a raw card, yeah, 
and and now I'm seeing them in the ten dollar to fifteen dollar range. That's a yeah, and that's a perfect segue to the other thing that I had noted is uh com the the raw and again we're talking raw here. Yeah, com the common stuff like um base cards and what you're just talking about. I mean that Rey Mysterio is a base card. The Hogan's yep. I was talking about base card. The one thing that is going nowhere but up and just keeps going up is rare scarce raw hard to find numbered parallels those things either are maintained what i've seen them at or they've gone even further and prime examples that hogan pmg that we've now seen uh, there's there's two that have sold uh 15 like right around 1500 the other one just below that and there's another one up right now as of the time it's recording buy it now 1500 and ps or no it's raw actually it's raw so the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keepitfunohio.com for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand that's you know that's something i've been preaching for a while now always been saying that you know uh even with the modern stuff if you've got a legend that's in a modern product that's in some sort of a chase or some sort of extended set or even part of the base set if it has a parallel version especially that parallel is numbered it's like listen there's only 99 of this green one and there's only 50 of the blue one there's only i mean those are worth going after and i'm learning that i'm learning that with my kurt angle stuff like i'm not interested in you know, I, I've gotten some things from the old Fleer stuff, which is, you know, those are great. I like them. They're cool stuff. Like, you know, I have the tough guys. I, I love that uh, shirt and, you know, the championship, you know, from WrestleMania 21. I love those things. They're not numbered. There's nothing really scarce about them other than the fact that that's a, you know, it's like a one per box type of deal thing back in the day, you know, but I'm more interested in all, like, I'm really like loving the undisputed, you know, stuff. I love that card stock and, you know, they're numbered, they're serial numbered. I'm after that stuff. Yep, that's that's where I've been too. I mean, uh, there's certain and it seems, seems to be holding value. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the only one either. There's a lot of other people out there in the hobby talking about you know this the same kind of stuff. Like, uh, if you want to sustain dips and market crashes, which I don't really care. Like, I'm not looking to sell a lot of the stuff I have anyway. Uh, that rare scarce stuff is only just going to keep going up. Yeah. I agree. And so that's when I'm kind of looking at my personal collection, I'm, I'm looking for things that I know long-term, I don't have to worry about it going up. And now one, one first off, cause it's my personal collection. I love it. Right. I don't give a shit about it anyways. I, I'm going to keep it anyways. Um, but you know, if it's have its value and if someday I wanted to get rid of it or after I'm gone and my kid wants it, you know, I think cause it's, it's, it's more scarce, you know, because it's numbered. It's right. not just a base card. It's a parallel version. that's numbered. And speaking of base cards, um, you mentioned the Carmella. You know, we're talking about a one of one that yep. is still not worth very much. We don't know what the future of that holds, but it's a modern performer. And let's talk into modern. I have seen a lot of people getting, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a new, you know, a lot of new people coming in. I don't know if it's existing collectors that are, you know, getting, I'll use the word priced out of vintage or maybe just looking for something new to chase. I'm not sure, but I've seen a lot of, uh, cause there's some stuff I've been looking at that I've had to compete with some people on in bids or I got bid out or whatever, but it seems like those are getting more popular. What do you think? 
from more modern uh, pieces? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are people speculating now on, on certain stars or something? Uh, I think that people are kind of getting more into like... I think so. I, I think so too. I think people are kind of taking some tips. There's a lot of... Uh, we've talked about before in the past of a lot of more... Um, there's a lot more social media... Um, content about talking about this hobby now, mm-hmm. whether it be YouTube channels or just uh, uh, podcasts like, like ourselves, whatever. So there's more out there. And I think we're kind of like, okay, I'm going to take this point over here from Zan because Zan's the man over here and take some stuff over here from this guy from, you know, Card Foundation because, you know, they got, they're on the ball. With, I mean, they're t- taking information from everybody and kind of going, all right, maybe they're learning. They're speculating like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm a big fan of Murphy or maybe I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, whoever. It's like that. They're getting into it and like, I think it's long-term. It's good. I don't care. I think it's good. Good for the hobby. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's, it just makes sense and it's exciting. Like Roman Reigns, for example, he's been a top guy now for several years. He doesn't need to be priced where he's at like paralleled to other sports. Like look at the top guys in other sports. Yeah. It's, it's wrestling. I understand it's not going to be priced. Yeah. But you could virtually like just give some like, Hey, I'll I'll give you uh, some empty Coke cans for that. Okay. I'll give it to you. (laughs) Yeah. That's, and, but, you know, that's what a lot of us were doing on the Legends sure. five, and, five and ten years ago. So maybe people are just now catching up. And, uh, you know, maybe those people are priced out on some of the vintage all-star stuff. Or maybe they're the ones that just and just don't have any interest in vintage stuff, which is cool, too. Like, not everybody has to like what, you know, the rest of us like. Yeah, and do you think it's more of a crowd of people now who are active watchers of the new product as opposed to being people who are? Fingers crossed. Like, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, when's the last time you actually sat down and watched a full show? I don't have TV, so I couldn't tell you. Well, that <laughs> that shows you how important the modern product is to you, you know? Would you, I mean, I'd, re- I'd rather watch a, you know, a Vice episode of some, you know. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's hard for me to sit through, but I think a lot of people, if you, if they're into more of the modern stuff, whether AEW is a whole nother thing, but it gives them a, a reason to watch uh, rooting interest, you know, impact is coming out with trading cards now. So maybe that's going to make people, Oh, I've got the cards of these guys. I want to go watch them. And AEW is very popular. And obviously, and I'm wondering if when that product comes out, will we see collectors gravitate towards that who maybe aren't into so much in wrestling, but it's like, you know what, it's a new product. First time, new company first. I mean, I'm wondering if people are going to jump into that right away uh, that well, aren't typical wrestling fans. Good point. And I just now thought like they're on TNT, which the NBA has is on, you know, the NBA is usually on like after or before or whatever. And I want, you know, that'd be cool to kind of lead some basketball guys kind of down the, down the rabbit hole of wrestling, because, you know, about like people have either gotten tired of basketball or they're priced out. And uh-huh. there's like, maybe I'm looking for something new. Oh, here's this AEW thing. Shaq was on there within sure. the years. So you got um, Tyson on there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point you brought up. I'm just, I'm curious. I think that um, maybe the, when AEW product releases, maybe it'll give a nice little shot in the arm to some credibility to the hobbies like that from people that normally wouldn't talk or even invest in wrestling cards. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, I can tell you if Panini gets that, you can forget about it. Like where it's, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> like look at that's look a, at, nuts in a positive way or a crazy, I mean a bad way. Oh, uh, price wise pot like uh, look at you uh prism ufc like i know that's that's all you got to say like yeah, I, my local card shop still has two boxes <laughs> yeah and how much are the, the hobby boxes right yeah 1400 bucks a box is what he's asking for yeah so yeah all right let's move on to our last 
section, and that is NFTs and digital. Uh, this will be kind of interesting. We haven't touched on this in a, a week or two on here. So uh, where's your stance on that? Have you changed at all? Because I sure have. No, I'm, I sure haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the next. Uh, I'm more for the NFT side. I'm more into what they did for Undertaker during WrestleMania. I like that stuff. Me too. I did not, I'm not getting into the, the baseball stuff. I heard it was really chaotic in the beginning, but values are really high. People are getting making good money off that stuff. That's great. But it has zero zero interest to me uh if it was wrestling related i'd be all over it and 100 into wanting to invest in it however that being said as i'm prepping myself and have been since <laughs> for a while by learning digital marketing uh digital market because i am so addicted to wwe <laughs> slam 21 it's, it's I, a great platform it really is it's super easy to, to use I'm on it every single day, multiple times a day when I'm just trying to kill time. And I was like, hey, I got too many of tier one. I'm going to craft those two cards and something from tier two. I'm like, I'm like just, um, if, you, if you had told me whenever any months ago it was when I had uh, Adam, Adam Gilman on, yeah. like that, uh, Adam, I would have told you you're crazy. <laughs> I would never be into this. It's not something I'm interested in. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And now here I am, it's like, I do it daily now. Like I'm constantly saving my coins i actually even i even paid for you know to buy a specific you know rock commemorative card on his birthday just i spent like four dollars whatever it was yeah uh, i have just you, uh, i'm into tried it selling any yet i have i just recently started talking thinking about that going hmm what can i do with all i have like 600 of these particular cards right now in my uh, this one tier how can i get rid of these cards <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm sure how to do it yet. I don't know how you transfer ownership from one to someone else. Uh, you would get their username when they pay on like, so they buy it on eBay and they will include their username. You find their username on the app and you do a trade with them. Like you give them whatever they bought and they give you like a crappy base card. Oh, okay. So do the trade. Oh, it's, I like that. A, it works really well. Like I sold off uh, probably two, three years ago. No, no, maybe. I don't know. It was when, I was on Topps Bunt. I was on the NFL when they had the rights to that. I was on UFC, Star Wars, WWE. I want to say there was another one, Marvel, maybe. I don't know. At one point, I was doing all of them. And I, like as soon as I get stuff on, I just start selling it on eBay. That's eventually how I got my account banned. So my uh, Topps account. Oh, so, you, so Topps banned your account. Oh, okay. I wonder if – but WWE doesn't seem to be doing that. I mean, I see it's so much of it on eBay already as it is. People are selling some – People I don't do it get all it. the time. I think I was just like some weird exception because I contacted them. I wasn't able to log in, log in and it says you've violated terms and services. So I contacted them and that's the response I got was that I, I was selling the things and you're not supposed to, apparently it violates your terms and services. I probably, they probably just picked me out of the blue. There's tons of people selling them. So I don't know. Yeah. You're just a random person. Okay. Yeah, you're driving the I red guess. car. It's going fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's, uh, but I, I'm as far as NFTs go, um, I, I'm looking forward to more wrestling related uh, things. I really hope that the digital side of it from from WWE Digital kind of maybe converts to that, maybe or kind of. I think it's a cool app that could easily play into that, and I, I I would think they would go that way. But you know, Tops didn't do that with their baseball apparently, and yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. But maybe maybe WWE will do something different. I don't know. I, I wonder how that. Own. 
Yeah, because I wonder how that affects their licensing agreement with Topps, though. Ah, uh, yeah. And because, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the Topps logo on all those cards, too, right, for digital? Yes, but I'm wondering, you brought up another good point, like what they did with the Undertaker NFT. Like, why can't they do that exact same thing and just turn it into cards? True. Uh, and I'm looking at my account right now. Yes, the cat uh, uh, through the WWE app, all the cards are Topps logo branded like that. So I'm right. sure it's probably something to do with Topps themselves. And if they want to go to convert their digital to uh, NFT type stuff, um, I, I would imagine it probably has to go the same route that they were doing their baseball stuff, which would be disappointing to me. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I agree. They should do their own thing. Why not? I mean, they did Undertaker. I'd be hey. If they did it annually just for WrestleMania weekend only where they had some kind of big NFT thing every WrestleMania, I'd be all over that. I'd be yeah, into it. Same, same. Uh, if they'd say, hey, it's a success. Let's do it for our big four. We'll do it for SummerSlam and Survivor Series and da, 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 each one. I'd be all that. Hell, I'd be doing it if they did it for every pay-per-view. I can pick and choose what I want to get into. And it's like that. You know, what can I, I can afford? Right. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Um, I just think it's uh, it's. I haven't looked at it. I have no idea. Have you looked into what our initial investment is worth these days for that Undertaker one? I followed it for about a month. Every couple, every week, I would check it. And the last time I looked, it was it was still the the cheapest you could get into it was double what we paid. So yeah, I mean, I'm That's in good. no hurry. I'm in no hurry to get rid of it. I, I'm in no hurry because to me, it's just it's kind of like uh, mm. just throwing my money and, you know, I'm still, I'm going to throw my money a couple hundred bucks into, into, into Apple stock, you know, back in the day, yeah. I'm going to throw my, and just let it sit and just let it go. But you the, know? Cool, the cool thing about this is like, if I go look at my Apple stock, I'm just looking at a ticker. If I look at this awesome undertaker NFT, I'm getting the cool anime. I get the cool thing. Like, yeah. This is cool. Every time it never gets old. It never gets old. I, I really, really, God, I really wish we would have gotten into that silver that, that, that card. Was, yeah. God, that's a badass looking card. I love that card. Yeah. That one's gone up too. So, uh, I, I I hope they do something more in the future with those things. I I, I like them. Um, I, I don't know. And, and you start doing digital stuff, and you start talking about fractional sharing, things like that. I'm still all over the collectible app. I I, I do stuff, but I'm kind of across the board, and uh, I'm not just wrestling on that because they don't have a whole lot of wrestling on that app. So I, I did the all-stars. I did the, the Andre jockstrap. <laughs> Still going to laugh about it. Um, but I think recently I just did, uh, what did I just do recently on that? I did, um, I did something uh, trading card wise. I think it was a couple of something rather. Uh, I, I enjoy that because it's something different for me. It's my, my little mm -hmm. thing I go to doing different. I think I did the Tyson card. I did Tyson. I bought oh, it yeah. the Tyson okay. stuff. I bought it. Uh, I bought multiple shares of that. Well, it's interesting um, how we've almost done a U-turn. Like you are so all in and I'm actually going the other direction now. Uh, why are you getting out? I'm not getting out. I'm just kind of stepping to the sidelines for now. Several reasons. Um, I think the biggest reason is platforms and infrastructure. Like everybody is coming out with these. You've got, you know, um, Gary Vee doing his thing over here, which sure. that, that, that seems to have flopped temporarily like who knows what it's going to do in the future uh you had wwe doing their thing over here tops doing their thing over here like everybody can do their own thing so it's like you're almost spread too thin but the, the problem is each one of them seems to be on a different platform so you have yeah. to get this money converted to this which you can only use here but then if you get it out you can only use that over here you can't actually get the cash back and like it's just too confusing and i don't want to mess with it like do you think it's going to come a time where they're going to make it where we have all these different types of cryptocurrencies that you can pretty much say, 
I can easily move my money around yeah. in an app. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it will get there. And I'm still, I'm still a huge believer in NFTs. Like I think they're legitimate collectibles. The other things that people want to uh, say is like, well, they need utility behind them. Kind of like um, the undertaker thing came with the, sure. the urn or the belt plates that were signed, you know, whatever. But like, I was looking, I, I was listening to some of the stuff that like Gary had on his B friends. It's like, oh, you mm -hmm. get to come meet me and you get to like, I'm into these things more as a collectible. Like, sure. I don't necessarily, I don't think NFTs well, need well, there's utility. All, there's all different types of NFTs. I think, I know I, I would kind of maybe a little disagree on that one too. I think that some do need that to kind of make it because if you are on the collectible side, you want to retain something of, you know, almost a collectible version, as mm -hmm. opposed to like, well, I don't want to just meet Zan. I want to actually have a trading card of Zan, <laughs> you know, or something like that. That's my thing. Um, so I think that WWE did it right with the Undertaker thing. I, I like that a lot because it's a, a collectible for me. And it, I don't know. It's like going across anything else. In the hobby, we have all different kinds. I'm not into F1 racing. I don't give a rat's ass about it. Yeah, I don't care. Either. So why would I invest my money in it? So if there was an NFT, that's over here that I don't care about. I'm not going to invest my money. I don't care. I'm not interested in it. Right. Good for you. You're making money. If WWE stuff, I'll be all of it. If they did an AEW one, I would buy into it. Good call. If they did um, anything, if uh, you know, what if the AEW cards are actually going to be digital cards, that'd be interesting. I'd be in it. I'd be. All, I'd yeah. be all over it. I would be all over it just because I think it's fun. I'm, I mean, I've gotten to the point now. Again, I can't believe I'm. I'm saying this stuff. <laughs> I got to the point now where it's like. I don't have to worry about the condition of my car. It's always in yeah. mint. I don't have to worry about storing it. I don't have to worry about having it shipped. It's always there right for me, right there on my phone or on my laptop, whatever I want. Yep. Always. That has over time now, since I had that conversation with Adam, <laughs> has really become very appealing to me. And I right. think it's, um, I really do. I think, it, I think it's a big part of the future. I really do. I agree. And I, I think... I think it's not going to be an either or thing. I've said that before. It's both. It's both. It's, everybody it's, it's no different than thing. music. No, no different than music. No, but for music, I'll use this analogy. Like if you, you know, everybody has different types of music, but they're all either streamed on the same platforms sure. or they're, they're on a CD, they're on vinyl. Correct. We, we all use the same player to play those. And Correct. that's my biggest complaint right now is there's just like too many different platforms with different currencies. And it's just like, I mean, I've got some monies in certain NFT, uh, NFT, but in certain uh, currencies out there that I open an account with them. I dumped a hundred or something dollars into it and I go, oh, I don't need that. But now it's stuck over there and yeah, I have to exactly now yeah. I'm waiting. It's like, oh, that wasn't the, the platform I needed to buy this on. So now I've got a hundred bucks just sitting there doing me nothing really uh, that I need to either invest it in something someday somewhere on something. So I don't know. It's 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 early 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 stages of the oh, yeah. nft world and i'm happy to be on board with it um and as they continue to bring things out that are of interest to me i will i'm i'm happy to look at it yeah and real quick uh, uh one more thing actually is time so it seems like and I'll, i'm gonna throw collectible and rally in with this like uh, okay so we've got this cool thing you can invest in it and you know this whether it's nft uh fractional sharing whatever We've got this cool thing coming out. It's going to be dropping at this time. And then the drop, wait, the drop's going to get delayed. And then maybe it's not. Well, I, like, I don't know about everybody else, but like, I don't have time to sit around and wait on this, even though I've got my phone. Like, I got too much stuff going on. Yeah. So, same. And, and like, I've put 
whether I'm putting more emphasis into my own YouTube channel or this show or like, you know, just my own personal collection of cards, like it's just much easier. And that's why I got into cards really heavy to begin with, because like, I love fantasy sports. Well, guess what? You have to do fantasy sports on the time the games are happening. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that with cards and collectibles. And that's why I'm just still leaning towards, I'm having more fun with the actual physical cards in my hand and just going through eBay than I am. Okay, well, I got to worry about the drop time here. I've got to worry about the bots scooping this up after I've been in line for, you know, X amount of sure. hours on my phone. That, so I guess that still has to do with infrastructure. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll get easier and better as time goes on. Yeah. Um, but again, it has to be something that's going to pique my interest to begin with. Like if it's something I'm willing to devote my time to, you know, again, Andre's jockstrap. I think it's just unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And I'm like, I'm not missing this. I'm scheduling it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be available that day. And I actually got really nervous that day. I, remember, I will never forget that. I got, I got nervous that day going, I got, I hope I get this. I hope I get this. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on this. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for this day. And uh, I'm like, Oh, that was it. I, I bought my shares. That was easy peasy. man. I get <laughs> that was to great. stare at the Josk strap all the time. Yeah. All the time I want. Yeah. So it's just, uh... <laughs> no, it's interesting too. People want to make fun of that and we'll end the show with this. You can make fun of wrestling. You can make fun of Andre the Giant's jockstrap. But unlike other products on collectible, Andre's jockstrap sold out pretty quick. They didn't have to raise the cap on it. Nope. I mean. No, I, I don't think they, yeah, they didn't raise the cap at all. It sold nope. out without having to raise the cap. It sold yep. out. Because init- that first 15 minute window is like, here's what our limits are. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they raise the cap and you can spend more. Then they take the cap off after a certain time. Right. And uh, I've noticed a lot more things on there are like, okay, we've raised the cap or we've let, you know, there's no cap now. It's like, oh, that's not selling very well. Yeah. Uh, or we got that, like that Sandy Koufax. So I think uh, that took weeks. So you're talking an Andre the Giant game used jockstrap versus a game used Sandy Koufax jersey and the Andre the Giant yeah. sells it out. I mean, yeah. I mean, the price structure was much different too. I mean, $29,000, you know, uh, you know, IP on that, as opposed to like 400 and something thousand dollars on, yeah, on a Sandy Koufax, though. but still, um, it says something. It really does. And I'm happy to own a part of it. I think we covered quite a bit of ground. You got anything else? Sure. You want no, that's to good, up? man. That's really good. Um, it's uh, nice to kind of do a little uh, cover everything, kind of what's going on in the market right now. It's the variety show. The variety well... show. I like that. Yeah. The Partridge family. The new new and updated Partridge family. We need a plus. Um, we need as a long as like I'm that. not Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I, just want to, I just want to have the bus like that. That's a cool You bus. want to have the bus? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so uh, not that everybody doesn't need to know, but Jesus Christ, where can people find you? Uh, Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, Zan Morning on almost every single social media account, including MySpace, AOL Instant Messenger, and probably AOL Chat Rooms. I'm still in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, can I find you on Net Zero? I don't know if that one's still running. Okay, all right, possibly. All right. Maybe Earthlink. I don't know. Um, Maybe. CompuServe. Let's go way back. That's a, uh, there you go. Uh, I have an old, I, I had one for a long time. I had a CompuServe t-shirt from when I used to work at AOL. <laughs> awesome. But uh, uh, for me, everything's in a wrestling trading cards.com, everything. And uh, just a quick little update for you. I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, making a lot of progress on the back end for WTC stuff. Everything will be like, everything will be on wrestling trading cards.com. You want to find out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Discord. It's all going to be on there. Uh, all the links will be right there. 
uh, hell, you're gonna be able to watch uh, the YouTube videos right there from the website if you want to. That's awesome. So yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. WTC is the best resource for wrestling cards, period. So if you guys haven't been there, make sure to keep checking. Actually, you can still access it, I believe, right? Just you can not- go right now. You can go. You can go to wrestlingtradingcards.com. There's a temporary uh, landing spot right there. It has a link to all the checklists that are have, were there before. You can still go there. Uh, you can go to the Kevin Nash. You still a few Kevin Nash cards left. If you want to help support the site, uh, still got a couple autograph cards left. Um, uh, it's all there. So I'm uh, just doing a lot of work on the back end, and I'm looking forward to hopefully the next month or two to actually have it uh, relaunched. Speaking of support, you mentioned it with the Kevin Nash cards, which you guys should definitely go buy those. Uh, luckily, I got the one of one. I love it. I love all <laughs> those cards, like the the card stock, the picture use. It's just everything's fantastic. So. Go pick up what you can of those if they're still out there at the time of this recording. Hey, I made the price guide finally, so that's great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and check that out too, the wrestling card price guide that Paul does. It's great. Companion it's, it's, it's the best information out there when it comes to getting a, a, an understanding of the value of your cards. He has spent a lot of time over this, during the pandemic of uh, you know updating the site to kind of reflect the current market. Um, so it's it, like every price guide, it's not exact so it's just like this is a it's a guide to help yeah, it's, you it's not designed to be exact yeah it, it's just to help you get an understanding of what uh, your cards may be of value and it's all of course raw they don't do any greatest stuff on the site but it's a great uh website to get information uh with a lot of video stuff like i mean paul has an unparalleled collection so you can actually look at his videos and check out what the cards it looks like thanks guys for listening if thanks this, if this audio brought you some value or this video video brought you some value which we got to get on that that's on me Uh, we got to start just posting these videos up too might as well might as well what's it hurt if you guys like all this stuff hit the subscribe button uh share this all over social platforms make sure to tag us in it i'd like to hear from people too when they comment on this or or can reach out to us now comment on on our social media like like what what kind of things do people want to hear absolutely talk about and I'm sure we can even arrange some people to possibly come on the shows like round table over certain things would be sure. fun. So yeah, just let us know what we suck at, what we're doing awesome at, um, <laughs> what you guys want to hear about, just whatever, just uh, thanks for the support and anything else. Nope. Just um, thanks keep again, collect- man. Keep collecting wrestling cards. That's right. Keep collecting them. See ya.